guys and welcome to another episode of Life After Life with me Sandy Byrne. Now in this episode I want to talk to you a little bit about trans mediumship. Okay just a little bit I promise to try not to confuse you too much okay or try to teach it to you. Okay I just want to explain the difference okay between trans mediumship and if you want to call it ordinary mediumship okay we'll just call it mediumship. Okay, so we're all familiar with mediumship, okay? We're aware that it's the connection with the spirit world. So I always describe being a medium like being a translator, okay? Because all we're doing as mediums is taking the communication from spirit and translating it into a format that people here on earth can understand, okay? Now in the US, people call it evidential mediumship, okay? It's the same thing. It just means that as mediums, we provide evidence that life exists after death. You know, always remember that mediums aren't here to prove anything to you. Okay, we can only provide the proof or the evidence that the spirit lives on after physical death. But we can't make anyone believe anything. Okay, so it's a very personal thing whether you believe in life after death or reincarnation or anything, okay? We can provide the evidence. We can give you the evidence. Okay, well, I've got your dad here. He was 63 when he died suddenly of a heart attack or a stroke or whatever it might be, okay? And we'll tell you, you know, he only ate porridge with salt for his breakfast and, you know, he liked a boiled egg for his tea every day or, you know, all the little idiosyncrasies that make us human and different from each other, you know, so that's telling you or giving you the evidence that this is your dad here, that this is him that's talking to you, okay? We can't make you believe anything. But what I want to talk about is the difference between mediumship and transmediumship, okay? So as I've said already, mediumship is where spirit gives us, the medium, a message, okay? And as mediums, we relay that message to somebody in a format that they can understand, okay? With transmediumship, the spirit energy are using the energy and physical attributes of the medium in order to make themselves known. Okay, that sounds like a mouthful, doesn't it? So those of you who have seen the film Ghost with Patrick Swayze and Whoopi Goldberg, okay, I love that film. Okay, I think it's from like 1990 or something. So those of you who are younger might not necessarily have seen it yet. But it's an amazing film where Patrick Swayze's character gets murdered at the beginning of the movie. And then um, he's trying to come back to connect with his girlfriend who is in trouble. Okay, and he gets medium Whoopi Goldberg to communicate for him. Okay, but there's this one scene in the film where Patrick Swayze's character jumps into Whoopi Goldberg's body. Okay, and you know, he uses her body to dance with um, his girlfriend who's played by Demi Moore and he hugs her, okay, and tells her that he loves her. Okay, so you could kind of say that's a bit like transmediumship, but it doesn't really work like that. Okay, <laughs> I promise I'd never do it if that was the way that it was to work. But it was an easy way for, you know, the movie industry 
to, you know, show us kind of, you know, what's trance about, you know, how does it work? Okay. So if I go back to the beginning, okay, and I'm going to try not to make this too complicated. I hate when you hear people talking about it and they, they make it all fluffy, okay? Um, so you know me, I like to keep things just basic because I'm a simple kind of a girl, okay? But if we talk about mediumship itself, and any of you who have already done a mediumship course, you'll already know that before we connect with spirit, we generally raise our energy, okay? And lots of mediumship programs start with getting everyone on their feet and dancing to some kind of upbeat song or music, okay? And you know, you might think it at the time, but it's not just an ice-breaking exercise, okay? It's to raise your energy, to uplift you, to prepare yourself to connect with spirit. It's the same if any of you have ever been to see a medium on stage. They will always have, you know, fast, upbeat music playing in the background while you're making your way into the auditorium, you know, while you're finding your seats or whatever. You know, that's not just by accident. It's not just mood music. It's also to uplift you. You notice it's not piano music, okay? It's always upbeat, high tempo music because it's to get your juices flowing, to get your energy pumping so that you're raised up enough to bring through the energy of your loved ones, okay? You know, it's a deliberate ploy we use. Sorry to, to burst your bubble. <laughs> but we don't put the music on for your benefit. It's for our benefit, really. Okay. But when we talk about trans mediumship, it's actually quite different. Okay. So to prepare myself for trans mediumship, I actually concentrate on slowing my energy down. Okay, I slow my breathing down. I try to clear my mind of any personal thoughts. You know, because I'm preparing to hand my energy over to spirit for them to use so that they can make themselves known. Okay. Now, when I say that I prepare to hand my energy over, you know, that's all I'm handing over. Spirit will not need to come into my physical body at all. Okay. So bear with me for this next couple of minutes. Okay. It might sound a little complicated. You might need to listen back again. As human beings, there are so many layers of us, okay? We've got our physical attributes, our spiritual attributes, our soul level, you know, there's lots of us. But I'm sure that you've all heard about the aura, okay? The aura is the energy that surrounds our body. And, you know, while we're on the topic of aura, this isn't just something that, you know, we use to waffle on about our energy. This is something that's been believed in for hundreds, if not thousands of years. And, you know, you'll always notice if you look at like some, you know, old paintings, you know, we talk about spirits, you know, having this, um, what do they call it? You know, the little halo of energy, bright energy around their head. Okay. And this halo, you know, it was just a way of the artist showing the aura or the energy of the the person okay mostly with angels or maybe with you know jesus or the apostles or whatever it might have been uh, back in biblical days but you know the, the drawing of the halo was just a physical way to show the aura so it's always been believed in it's always been understood as being our energy but what most people don't understand is that there are many layers to this aura which protects us. 
But, you know, it doesn't just protect us. You know, it just it doesn't just house our spiritual energy. It also contains the spiritual energy of our loved ones and our spirit guides. OK, this is like our meeting room. This is where everything blends in together. But at each side of it, we have what's called an etheric aura. OK, and this is the layer of the aura which is closest to our skin. OK, it's the inner circle, if you want to call it that. OK, so the one on the very inside. And then you have about six layers of your aura outside of your etheric aura and then you have a layer of your outer etheric aura okay so your main etheric aura is in by your skin but then there's a secondary layer which is the outside layer of our aura energy okay and the etheric aura is where we feel things okay it's where we pick up our connection with people psychically but also where we pick up our connection to the spirit world okay so what we pick up in the outer etheric aura, it's echoed into the inner layer of our etheric aura and also vice versa. You know, what we have going on, you know, inside us, in our inner layer is echoed in the outer layer. And that's what people pick up about us. OK, um, what we put out to our outer layer. So that's how psychics read us. Okay, they're picking it up from our external etheric aura. Okay, whereas when spirits are coming through, they're trying to get their energy into their inner etheric aura. Okay, now I know it sounds a little complicated, but if you imagine it like this, okay, if we were to leave ourselves fully open to every single energy that we come in contact with every single day, you know, we would be exhausted and we would carry around things that have absolutely no meaning for us. Okay, so there needs to be a filter. So we only allow through what we need or what we want at any given time. And the layers between the two levels of our etheric aura allows this filtering to happen. You know, so we don't take on everything from everyone or every situation that happens around us every single day. So when spirit come close to us, you know, they're not viewing us as mortal or, you know, they're not viewing us in a human form. They're viewing us as spirit, you know, and that is the part that they are connecting with. You know, so as they come closer to us, they merge with our etheric aura in a spiritual way so that their personality, their thoughts, their mannerisms, etc. You know, they're all vibrated through to our inner etheric aura. And therefore, they manifest in our physical form, you know, and this can happen without the spirit literally jumping into our bodies. OK, that doesn't happen, but we can feel them. we can blend with them spiritually. OK, um, and this way of connecting is very different to mediumship. So when we talk about mediumship and connecting with your loved ones, Imagine your loved one's energy being within your aura. They're within the layers between the two layers of your etheric aura. OK, so in a mediumship reading, all I do is extend my aura until it blends with yours so that I can pick up the energy of your loved ones and relay the messages to you that they're wanting to give to you. OK, whereas with trance, I'm just inviting spirits to come and blend with my energy instead of yours. 
Okay, if that makes sense to you. Okay, so instead of me, with mediumship, I push my aura out to blend with your energy because that's where your loved ones live. Okay, with trance, I invite spirit to blend with my energy. Okay, so I'm allowing them into my inner energy. Okay, so that I can mirror their voice, their thoughts, their mannerisms, you know, all of these things. It's an easier way of them you know, being able to make themselves known, you know, and a lot of us do this on a daily basis, but we don't always notice it, you know, you know, there's sometimes where, you know, all of a sudden we might feel weak, okay, or we might feel like we have a headache, or we might feel thirsty, or, you know, we might start blinking our eyes, or, you know, our heart rate increases, you know, and that can happen. Now, obviously, there's medical um, things that would make that happen, but it can also happen when a spirit energy comes too close to you and it starts to blend with your energy and then you pick up these things from them okay and that can quite easily happen you know for me sometimes i get short of breath you know when i'm when i'm bringing through um a spirit you know when i'm trying to connect with them okay but when we talk more about transmediumship okay it is possible during a session of transmediumship for someone's facial features to change you know even their voice because you know they're blending with the energy of the spirit as opposed to just communicating with it so therefore it is possible for the medium to pick up on some of their personality traits or their mannerisms now if you've ever been to a demonstration of transmediumship okay um, you will know that it's a very controlled environment because when the medium is leaving themselves open for spirit to blend with them, they do become very, very vulnerable in that moment. You know, every movement and every noise is amplified. Okay, I mean, you just stepping on a wooden floor can be like an earthquake almost, you know, when they leave their energy so open. You know, so it's important that nobody tries this at home on their own. Okay, just don't do a course or sit in a circle or something, you know, because even when this is done in public, there always will be a couple of people with the medium protecting the noise levels and the levels of movement in the room. Okay. You know, and I know that you're all, you know, probably listening to this wondering, how do you know if you can do transmediumship? Okay, I can only speak from my own experience and tell you that for me, it happened by accident. Okay, looky me. <laughs> Not really. Um, but you all know that I've always connected with spirit, okay, since I was a little girl. But, you know, I was well into my 30s before I ever did a course on mediumship. And, you know, I was doing a course one day and we were practicing different, you know, ways of, you know, bringing spirit through. And, you know, totally by accident, I began talking and acting in a way you know, and I couldn't stop myself. You know, and I wasn't dancing on the tables or anything like that, but I was giving information. I was smiling at certain people, you know, and I was acting with mannerisms that absolutely weren't my own. And I knew that all of this was going on. Like I was aware of the change in my demeanor, but I couldn't stop myself, okay? So what happened at that time was that I wasn't experienced enough to control the energy around me. So spirit were able to connect to me and control my energy, okay? Um, 
And once, you know, I did um, I did an online demonstration of transmediumship once, okay? And like anything that I do, it overruns and I took too long. But by the time I finished, I was rushing because I needed to make dinner for the family, okay? So I didn't give myself enough time to disconnect from spirit before I came out of my office. And my dog, you know, she was waiting outside the door of my office. And you all know she was my baby. She passed away last year. Uh, she was a German Shepherd. But when I came out of my office, she attacked me. She absolutely did not recognize me. You know, my facial features, my voice, and even my smell were still different to my own. You know, so this just goes to prove how important it is to control the environment that you work in. Okay, so please don't try doing transmediumship at home. Now, I, you know, and I did promise you at the beginning that I wouldn't confuse you, and I don't want to confuse you too much in one episode. So for this episode, for now, I just want to explain the difference between the two types of mediumship, you know. And here in Ireland, I feel that people are still a little afraid of transmediumship. I did give a demonstration of transmediumship once in Cork a few years ago, but I've mostly demonstrated trans in Canada and in the US, okay. But we need to do it more here, okay. We need to allow spirit to talk in their own words. Personally, I use trance mostly when I do healing, okay? The healing is never done by me. It's done by one of my spirit guides who's called Francois, you know, and I lower my energy, you know, I meditate before I go into a healing session. I lower my energy and I allow, allow his energy to blend with mine so that it's him that does the actual healing and not me. You know, I call it lazy mediumship, okay? That's just me. But I do personally find it easier to allow the spirit to do all the work. It is much easier for me, you know, and you all know I'm lazy. <laughs> okay, so in summary, think of mediumship as a soul connection. Okay, you're connecting with spirit. Whereas trans mediumship is when you blend with spirit. You're blending your spirit with the spirit of well, the spirit, <laughs> the spirit is blending with your spirit, I suppose. OK, so you become one, you're one spiritual being for those few moments, however long, you know, you want the session to go on for. But it's it's like the two energies are in one. OK, so my energy, my physical body, but the spirit's energy also. OK, and their mannerisms, their thoughts, you know, their words, um, you know, whatever they want to get across. It gives them the opportunity to speak directly to people. Okay. So I hope this gives you some insight into the difference between mediumship and trans mediumship. Okay. So let me know your questions. Okay. Because I don't know if this makes sense or not, unless you tell me. Okay. So give me your comments, your questions, either by commenting here, you know, wherever you're listening to your, um, the podcast, or you can comment on my social media or send me an email or whatever. All of my links and emails and websites and everything are all linked in the description box attached to this podcast. OK, so send me what you need to know and maybe I'll do a follow up, follow up episode where I discuss trans in a little more detail. OK, so for now, I will say goodbye and I will see you in the next episode of Life After Life. So until then, take care and stay safe. Discussing everything.